It's January 5th, 2022. Happy New Year and welcome to the new reality edition of Bite Marks Cafe right here on Hawaii Public Radio where we serve you the first bite of today's science, technology, and innovation. I'm Bert Lum. First up, we'll have Kate Matayoshi from Accelerate Hawaii and she's here to tell us about the upcoming uh, Cohort 3 application deadline for the Pre-X workshop series. And uh, then we'll be joined by Gary Kim and Joe Weinman from the Pacific Telecommunications Council, and they're going to give us an update on telecom in the Pacific and, of course, uh, the uh, global demands that sh- that uh, telecom shapes uh, the Internet and the marketplace, and I'm excited to hear their insight on that. But now I want to welcome uh, Kate Matayoshi from Accelerate Hawaii, and, of course, uh, you know, we've talked about Pre-X and the uh, cohort uh, workshop that they're doing, and, and I wanted to get uh, Kate to fill us in on the details. Welcome to the show, Kate. Hi, Bird. It's a pleasure to be here. Um, so to give you like a quick rundown, like Pre-X, it's a four-week virtual investment readiness and business scaling program. We focus on working with Hawaii, entre- with Hawaii entrepreneurs, uh, founders, and business owners to take their company to the next level, whether that's scaling and growing their operations, pivoting their business, raising funding, you name it. Right. So as you mentioned, today we are gearing up for our third cohort that is starting end of January. Um, you know, so far we had around 30 companies go through the cohort and over 50 entrepreneurs. Um, our pre-ex community is really diverse. Therefore, participants come from across multiple islands and sectors, you know, ranging from tech companies and AI, elderly care to family-owned businesses, you know, selling teas and ice cream. Um the program is sector and stage agnostic as well. Um, therefore, it doesn't matter if you're just starting out or if you are a more mature company making six to seven figures. We believe we have the support network and the resources needed to help you get to that ne- next level. Um, in terms of the, I know you mentioned the application deadline, right? So it just came really timely because our application deadline for cohort three is actually this Friday, January 7th. So um, if you are interested in the program, and we'll, I would kind of urge you to go to our website, acceleratehawaii.com slash Hawaii and fill out our round one application. It should take no more than five to ten minutes. And so the actual application has been open for a while, and I know I've had uh, Omar talking about it, and, and we had some uh, uh, companies that have actually participated in, in Pre-X. So... When the Friday deadline comes up, uh, how many how many applicants do you foresee having? Uh, well, it really depends. You know, it, it ranges. I think so far we had around like fifty to seventy applicants, mm-hmm. I believe. So in the pools that uh, applied for this specific cohort three, and um, you know, uh, we keep also our applications rolling. So therefore, you know, if you um, will not make it until January 7th. You know, you can still fill out our application and we'll keep you posted on our future opportunities and cohorts that we'll have. So you said that the application process is pretty pretty simple. Uh, what What's involved with actually applying? Yeah, so um, in terms of our application process, you know, we go through like these three rounds, I would say so. So round one is the short application that you can see on our website. Mm-hmm. Round two, it's a little bit uh, deeper dive into into your company and what are you trying to accomplish. And then we invite the participants for a brief interview to get to know them as well as, you know, give them an opportunity to ask questions and uh, see if this is the right fit for them as well. And I like the fact that it's a it's it's called pre-X and then the pre is pre- what pre startup pre accelerator pre 
whatever you want to go in terms of the next level. So I, I like the <laughs> fact that you've designed it in such a way that you can accommodate, uh, like you said, stage agnostic. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, we've seen throughout the community that there are a lot of folks that have different goals, right? Whether you are a small business owner or a high-tech startup, right? So what we try to do is, like, whatever it's your ex, we're trying to provide you that network and the resources, you know, to get to that goal that you have for yourself, whether that's just growing in Hawaii or growing even beyond Hawaii, right? So, so Kate, I mean, ha- having had already now kind of gone through uh, Cohort 2, uh, any any examples of companies that you might want to bring to our attention? Yeah, definitely. So I think, you know, like a couple of companies that you had also on, on your program already, um, this was from Cohort 1, was uh, Uncle's Ice Cream, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. If you didn't have their, their sandwiches, I definitely urge you to actually go to Whole Foods and buy some treats. Um, you know, we had companies that were from the Big Island focusing on uh, producing locally-based teas, and then more on the tech side, you know, uh, you had uh, Todd Pang with Kupuna Care Pair last time that are focused on creating this marketplace to streamline the process of uh, finding elderly care for your Kupuna. As well as we had some companies, you know, um, such as uh, AI Fish that is focused, you know, it's in the marine science, basically um, utilizing AI to count fish and help overfishing as well, right? So that's kind of the broader diversity that we have yeah, no, that's great. That's um, that's great, and the fact that you are doing cohort uh, three and not far, not you know, far after that is going to be cohort four. So you guys are are jamming through this, and and I think twenty twenty two is going to be a a very active year for you. So, <clears throat> Kate, where can people go for this last couple of days before they actually can, you know, get their application in before the deadline? Yeah, definitely. So uh, you can find our application as well as more information about the program and, you know, the companies that went through the program on our website, which is AccelerateHawaii.com slash Prix-Hawaii. So XLR number 8 com slash P-R-E-X dash Hawaii. Um, and there, you know, you can just click on the application, fill it out and get into that queue and uh, start the application process. Sounds good. Mahalo, Kate, for joining us. All right. Thank you, Bird. Happy New Year. Thank you. And, of course, uh, we'll take a short break, and when we return, we'll be joined by Gary Kim and Joe Weinman from the PTC. And, of course, we'll get their perspectives on the growing need for communications in the Pacific. This is Bite Marks Cafe. Support for Bite Marks Cafe comes from the HPR Local Talk Show Fund, whose contributors help Hawaii Public Radio sustain and grow its locally produced talk shows. Mahalo to contributor Anchor Systems Hawaii. Welcome back to Bite Marks Cafe on Hawaii Public Radio, and I'm happy to welcome Gary Kim. He's an analyst, an IP carrier, and I'll have him explain all of that. Of course, and we also have Joe Weinman, author of Cloudonomics and Digital Disciplines, and both are on the program committee over at the Pacific Telecommunications Council and Conference, which is coming up. And they're here to talk about the upcoming uh, annual PTC 2022 conference and the demands that are shaping this industry. And I want to welcome them both to Bite Marks Cafe. Thanks, Bert. Glad to be here. Now, I want to give people a sense of, uh, you know, your your both of your participation in PTC and, and maybe a little bit of a, a background because 
Uh, I, I never give it justice, uh, and it's better coming directly from you. So, so Gary, give us a little bit of background. And what exactly is you know when you say IP carrier, uh, are you? I know you're a consultant, but what, there's more to that title than than meets the eye. Yeah, basically, what I do is um, provide advice on business models and business strategies um, entirely in the global telecom business. Uh, with a, a focus on competitive carriers, which are not your you know, big established AT&Ts and Verizons of the world, but lots of the other companies, the cable companies, the mobile companies, and uh, independent uh, Internet service providers who are competing with them. Mm-hmm. And, and Gary, is there, a, is there a specialty or specialized area that you focus in on? Because, you know, this area of te- telecommunications and, and uh, communications in general is a pretty broad uh, spectrum of, of um, talent, you know, out there and, and specificity in terms of, you know, the actual technology that you focus in on. Yeah, basically I made a career decision early on to focus strictly on the business implications of technology. So I don't study technology in terms of how it works, but strictly from the, the standpoint of what does it do for a business, what it, does it enable, uh, how does it help consumers or businesses, and that sort of thing. Great, great. And, and uh, Joe, you've, uh, I know you've published multiple articles and books and, uh, you know, the, the, the ones I referenced, Cloudoma- uh, Cloudomatics, Cloud- <laughs> Cloudomatics and uh, Digital Disciplines. Uh, this was done, what, a couple of years ago, right? And, and you've been a, a close uh, follower of the you know, the evolving kind of a cloud uh, technology and industry, right? Yeah, so I wrote um, Cloudonomics uh, a decade ago, and it anticipated a lot of the things that have happened, such mm-hmm. as cloud providers moving from just being service providers to offering stacks on-premises and things like that. And then um, I followed that up with Digital Disciplines, which is really about digital strategy, digital transformation, um, and then since then, I've had other books um, that I've either written or uh, been translated or edited or contributed chapters, um, books from MIT Press and Springer and so forth. But the basic theme is basically what Gary said, which is, um, you know, what's really interesting about technology, I think for both of us, is the fact that technology is transforming our world. And so the way to look at it is, you know, what does it mean for me as a consumer or business in terms of what it enables? Or if I'm in a competitive industry, which information and communications is, uh, what do I need to do to rethink my strategy and generate new revenue models and create new markets and things like that? And Joe, this is, uh, I know, something that you've been doing for quite a while in terms of uh, writing, but you've also been in a consultative capacity uh, for a lot of these companies as well, right? I have a uh, a long career, some would say too long, <laughs> that uh, includes a variety of roles in research and development and consulting and uh, product management and so forth. But it really sort of all falls into this general theme that PTC is really about. And to go back to something you asked earlier, so PTC really started off more as a pure uh, physical communications infrastructure conference. 
um, particularly for things like um, subsea cable and satellite. Mm -hmm. And in that time, first of all, we've seen an explosion of communications technologies. PTC is now in its 43rd or 44th year, depending on how you count it. And so, you know, if we go back uh, almost half a century ago, you know, mobile phone was something that, uh, you know, you needed help for somebody to lift up the other end of the phone, basically. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, now not only do we have mobile, we have uh, the Internet, obviously, we have a shift from, you know, desktops and laptops and even smartphones to smart TVs and the Internet of Things and connected autonomous vehicles. And so what PTC has become about is not just pure communications infrastructure, but it's a place for anyone who is involved in building network-centric solutions and applications um, to come and find out what is the latest in new technology, what does it mean for my business, what's real versus what's overhyped, and to really network with the people from all over the world that come to this conference to the tune of six to 8,000 people um, descending on Waikiki for the, uh, the period of a few days that begins in a week. Yeah, and, and you know, the fact that uh, the PTC and, and uh, Sharon Nakama, who's been, been running the, the show there, uh, have attracted experts like yourselves, to me, is, is quite impressive. Uh, have, how long have you been involved with PTC, Joe? I've been involved 15 years. Um, but I'm a relative newcomer uh, because there's people that have been there for, you know, 20, 25, 30 years. And it's really a testament to PTC overall that basically uh, it's like the, the Roach Motel. You know, they check in, but you can't check out. <laughs> or if right, you go right. to a PTC, um, like the same people come back year over year and, you know, they bring in there are new colleagues and associates as their careers continue to develop. So, you know, the pandemic has probably thrown a little bit of a monkey wrench into things, but the attendance continues to grow every year and has since its inception. Yeah, I know that's absolutely right. And of course the uh, importance of all this connectivity uh, does not escape anyone as a result of this pandemic. Gary, how, how long have you been involved with PTC and what, what sort of got you in, into that uh, that uh, Roach Motel that uh, Joe described? Sharon asked me to start doing some volunteer work. It was decades ago, and uh, I never stopped. Just like Joe says, you just never leave. Yeah, and like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm quite impressed by the people that uh, uh, Sharon has, has attracted to be a part of uh, PTC. And both of you are on the uh, program committee, and 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 what I wanted to ask you, and then maybe I'll start with Gary's. Uh, you know, every year when you look at the maybe the evolving uh, industry and and what might uh, constitute you know the program for PTC, um, what have you what have you come to I guess conclude uh, in in arriving at the theme for this particular show, and and how has that sort of manifest itself into, you know, the, the topics that are covered and the, and the, um, the people that you have, you know, being a part of the panels? I mean, what, are, what do you think is the, the key sort of message that is going to be conveyed in, in this upcoming PTC? Uh, and get, again, this will be my own personal opinion. Sure. None and of then I'll, I'll, the entire and, organization. Right, and I'll give Joe a chance. user-driven, right? Yeah, right. But um, 
at its founding more than 40 years ago, the organization said it was about promoting information and communications technology across the Pacific Rim. Uh, now I think most of us would agree that a better phrase would be that PTC deals with digital infrastructure, and that includes, as Joe mentioned, all sorts of things. It's applications, it's the actual hardware and software that people use uh, when they're, they're making use of capacity, it's the user experiences, it's the way people work, learn, play, shop, all those things are parts of it. We're still anchored, uh, as Joe mentioned, in the uh, sort of networks part of how this gets done. But I think that's the big shift. We're really not anymore talking about telephones or voice or text messaging or you know mobility or satellites or that stuff. It's literally grown now into this global ecosystem that really is concerned with the way humans use digital infrastructure broadly understood. Well, that's a great that bit. sort of that ripples through the whole program. Yeah, Bert. The one thing I would add to what Gary just said mm -hmm. is um, there's a really uh, interesting multidisciplinary um, set of people that again come to PTC both to interact with you know their own communities, but also to interact with other communities. And you know, it you can think of the the network layer, you know, in terms of various networks like satellite, subsea, wireline, and wireless, you can think of all the distributed applications that are built upon that, which includes things like, you know, uh, new forms of healthcare, new forms of manufacturing and supply chains and global logistics and things like that. But in addition to that, um, we have a big academic community. So anyone who is doing any kind of research anywhere in the world um, you know, comes to PTC and there's sort of a separate sub-programs and breakfasts and communities that are around that. Then we also have uh, regulators that come in from around the Pacific Rim and, you know, the U.S. and uh, Europe and elsewhere. Um, and, you know, in fact, at this PTC, we have the most recent FCC chairman. So that gives you a sense of the caliber of attendees. And then we also have a lot of the industry and financial analysts. So people who are looking at things like, you know, where the you know, best investments will be, where the next uh, merger or acquisition will be, um, and they're trying to track the strategy and evolution and degree of competition and opportunities in the various players that are in the, these industries. And so, you know, we have... CEOs of major publicly traded companies that come in and, you know, they're not just there to go ahead and give an interesting talk on trends, but their teams are holding meetings with, you know, potential ecosystem partners. Mm -hmm. So it's just, it's very unusual to have all those different communities represented in one place over this, you know, concentrated, intense period of time. Absolutely. When I was uh, attending another another conference, uh, uh, ITW Inter, um, let's see, International Telecom Week, they I, I had asked somebody there, you know, what other what other, what other conferences do they tend to go to, and they said there's only two. Uh, there's this ITW, which is kind of a, a for profit delivery of of uh, a conference, and then there's PTC, which is the non profit version of it, which. Uh, they touted as being, you know, as as important as big as as ITW, 
and and of course you know being that that the PTC is right in our backyard it's something that I think um, I I definitely personally at least uh, take advantage of and and I think uh, others in Hawaii should uh, take advantage of it as well now I do want to I do want to ask you a little bit about what you think might be the highlights uh, for this coming uh, PTC and and uh, I will definitely get to that, but I want to hold that thought. We'll be right back after this short break to continue our conversation with both Gary Kim and Joe Weinman, and they're both from uh, the Pacific Telecommunications Council. And, of course, we're talking about the growing demand for global communications. This is Bite Marks Cafe. Support for Bite Marks Cafe comes from the HPR Local Talk Show Fund, which helps Hawaii Public Radio sustain and grow its locally produced talk shows. Mahalo to contributors Naumea Hawaii and PCAT, Pacific Center for Advanced Technology Training. Welcome back. This is Bite Marks Cafe on HPR One. I'm Bert Lum, and if you're just joining us, we're talking to Gary Kim. He's an analyst, an IP carrier, and of course, Joe Weinman, author of uh, Cloudonomics and Digital Disciplines, along with uh, many other books. And we're talking about um, PTC. They're both on the programming committee, and we're talking about the uh, uh, the global communication uh, landscape as well as Hawaii's role in all of that. And, and of course, right before the break. You know, we were getting some uh, kind of um, details on on PTC itself, and you know what has uh, kind of evolved. And Joe, you're you're absolutely right. I mean, it's all about the digital ecosystem now, and and uh, there's all kinds of elements that um, you know constitute that ecosystem. What kind of maybe um, highlights would you like people to focus in on with this particular conference? I mean, are there things that we should pay close attention to? Well, first of all, there, there's no single, it's not like there's one great keynote speaker and then there's a lot of smaller things. So mm-hmm. everyone who attends will have really their own interest in terms of delving in depth in some areas that they have interest in. Um, and then also being able to learn something about um, areas perhaps that they're not as familiar with. I just want to um, correct one thing, which is Gary and I are both on the program committee together with several other um, industry and academic leaders, but we're not, quote-unquote, with PTC in the sense that we're not employees. We're volunteers. It's a member-driven you know, and sponsorship-driven organization. Mm-hmm. And I think it's important to mention, uh, because you were mentioning it earlier, that we are a nonprofit organization. And a big part of our mission is around helping the peoples of the Pacific Rim um, through the use of innovative information and communications technologies and services and applications. And so it's more of a purpose-driven organization that also happens to be a great opportunity for, you know, identifying uh, early trends before anyone else is familiar with them and also hearing from industry luminaries, like I said, like FCC chairs. Um, we've got uh, Vince Cerf doing a session. Many people know that, um, you know, he's uh, one of the fathers of the internet. Um, but we have, you know, CEOs from global ICT companies, you know, the person that you meet in the elevator or at the bar, mm-hmm. you know, maybe the CEO or CTO of a company doing something innovative and in network intelligence or, you know, an industry analyst focused on this area. And so it's really just a great opportunity for networking. And the theme this year is really around 
you know, after the pandemic and people being far apart from each other for so long, an opportunity to see each other again, um, and then an opportunity to kind of rethink strategies going forward because the pandemic changed so much, and then basically taking it from there to sort of implement, uh, you know, these new strategies and, you know, renew their businesses. So did uh, did I hear you, uh, Joe, mention that uh, the, the FCC chairwoman, Jessica uh, Worsen-Warsaw, is going to attend? Uh, sorry, the prior FCC, Federal Communications Commission, chair is uh, is one of the speakers, Ajit Pai. Oh, Ajit Pai. Okay, okay. Yeah. Sounds good. And, and um, you know, Gary, I was uh, uh, thinking of... of all the attention that uh, broadband is being given by the federal government, and and perhaps I, I'd like to get both of your uh, maybe insights, perspectives on how perhaps Hawaii might uh, start to leverage that to its benefit. And and from your folks' perspective, you know, being uh, analysts of of how to best leverage some of this technology, what would you advise us in Hawaii to to take a closer look at? Uh, $300 million. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, about the, that's, that's about the number. You know, I'm, we're, we know Hawaii is going to get $100 million, and then there are two other separate funds that will be allocated to support um, high-cost areas. So you think of your very rural areas outside of Hana, mm-hmm, for example. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there's a third pot of money, which is very large as well, for unserved areas, which is people who are living out in the bush. And, and really, nobody can afford to pull a wire to their house to give them Internet or television or anything else. And that third pot of money is specifically to support very, very rural and isolated locations. So you add all that up, $300 million is, is a likely impact. Uh, it's a huge amount of money and very important. And that's where I think the real local impact comes in. And, you know, for me and lots of other people, locals are really important part of your identity and what you care about and your values. I'll make one note. Uh, the PTC meeting alone, just the conference, is going to pump about $22 million into the local economy. And that's during a COVID year when we're less than half the size we normally are. In 2019, which was the last pre-COVID year, we pumped about $44, $45 million into the local economy over about a five-day period. So that, you know, it's not just your Internet's going to be better. Having a global organization with its world headquarters in Honolulu is a big deal. And that helps local people because it's part of the tax base and jobs and all that sort of stuff. So lots of good things coming. And, and it's, uh, you know, the federal government and all you taxpayers out there contributing the funds to make these things possible and then PTC being a global organization that really has a strong impact on the local economy, I think, is, is part of the story. That's great. And, of course, uh, you know, uh, Joe only got, a, you know, 15 seconds or so, but uh, any, any uh, um, well, maybe I just ought to just yes, get to the point. it's hard in 15 seconds, but <laughs> briefly what I would say is uh, in an era where people can work anywhere, um, you know, why not work from Hawaii uh, but to actually make that vision come true requires, uh, you know, an excellent broadband infrastructure and excellent interconnectivity with the rest of the world. And so, you know, building out that kind of infrastructure, Hawaii is a natural crossroads of all of this. 
um, and it's symbolic in terms of bridging the east and west economies as well as literally in terms of physical networking. It's at a critical location. Um, and so Hawaii is really uniquely positioned, and PTC is right there with the state. Well, thanks, uh, thanks, Joe. Thanks, Gary. Gary Kim is a telecom analyst and a Joe, Joe Weinman, author, Cloudomatics and Digital Disciplines, as well as others. And, of course, both are part of PTC and the upcoming conference, which happens on January 16th. You can go to ptc.org. And, of course, I want to thank them both for joining me today. And, of course, thank you for listening to Bite Marks Cafe. Join us next week when we'll find out about an IT workforce development in Hawaii. And if you miss any part of this edition, you can find a podcast of tonight's show on bitemarkscafe.org. And if you have any comments or suggestions, feel free to email me at bitemarks at gmail.com. You can also find me on Twitter. I'm at bitemarks. Our engineer is David Chong. You can catch us on HPR One every Wednesday or anytime via the HPR app, iTunes, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher. You stay safe. You stay awesome. Happy New Year. And we'll see you next week on another edition of Bite Marks Cafe. Thank you.